Welcome to the Net and Sarah Show, where we aim to touch, move, and inspire you every single week. Really? We're really going to introduce our own show? Maybe we should leave it to the pro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. One second, ladies. Here we go. Sarah Maxwell and Natalie Cook are experts in visualization and deliberate use of the law of attraction. As dynamic world athletes representing Canada and Australia in beach volleyball, they honed in on achievement at the highest level. With Natalie winning an Olympic gold medal on her home beach of Bondi is a pinnacle example. Their powerful techniques transmute the spiritual to the tangible, allowing thousands of their community members to bring their vision boards to life. Recently, they have returned from their full-time family adventure in Europe and are now grounding down in Australia where they are focused on all of you. How can your dream become reality this decade, perhaps even this year? Not only do Nat and Sarah bring us their three-step manifestation process complete with downloading worksheets, but also their realities of failed attempts and some of the frustrations that color their path. They believe that this life journey was never intended to be jolt-free, but rather a powerful trip down the raging rapids of life. Each week, the Nat and Sarah Show will navigate the epic lives of their mentors to uncover how they use their own manifestation process to produce dreams that are available to us all. Are you a member of the community? Go to bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah Show to download your three-step journal to follow along with each workshop-style teaching episode and get ready to take action on your inspirations. Unprecedented times in our history are upon us. And I don't know about you, but I've committed to something very profound over these next couple of weeks, couple of months, and that is to become a better version of myself coming out of this than when I went in. So that's pretty bold. However, over the years, I've really been working on being who I say I'm going to be. And of course, this doesn't always work out. But when I'm not that, I also commit to cleaning that up. So what I've learned over the years with myself and with other people is that keeping up with who we become is often our greatest challenge. And any kind of struggle or dissidence that I feel is because ultimately I'm not keeping up with who I've become. And that's the discomfort. So realizing that change is afoot on the Nat and Sarah show. And so listen in to this podcast as this is a big reveal podcast. So my voice is a little bit what's the word? Not uncertain. I think it's excitement, but I think it's also the unknown, a whole new space. I also have a new microphone. So hopefully that's part of increasing the quality, but the changes run deeper than that. So I just wanted to, um, I guess, create the narrative of where these changes have come from. Because the history of this podcast was started on our European adventure that we manifested as a family in 2018 and 2019. And that was really about, um, you know, having a dream for our life and taking it from ground zero to a living, breathing entity. So from there, Nat and I designed our steps 
to manifesting our dreams from these experiences because we recognize that the dream of taking our family of three and becoming a full-time family in Switzerland was some of the very same steps that Nat was using to create a gold medal at the Olympics in 2000, the steps that I was using to create mastery in my chosen sport for my country and and in so many other areas of business and life. So from there, after we uncovered these steps and really used influential people in our lives to, you know, bring picture or bring life to those steps so that you could visualize it, we uncovered a lot more mentors. And as we spoke to them and had conversations with them, the secrets from our successful mentors, you know, it just blew our minds. And we've had so many illustrious guests over 2019 and almost half of 2020 now. And I just wanted to speak into a couple of them, actually. And as I went to pick out some favorites, and favorites isn't really the right word because there were so many, I actually just found myself saying, oh, I have to talk about that person, that person. And so um, I know a lot of you have been discovering them for yourselves, but these are people that have completely shifted the way we see the world. And so I have to talk about my friend Don Dapani because really... He's the only friend monk I have. He's the only monk I know at all. And so Dandapani is currently with his family in a small little apartment in New York. Um, really, you know, I don't even know the words for this, but trying to survive with an 18-month-old in his tiny little apartment. And here's the thing. His life has been a training in focus and meditation. And what he brought in his conversation on the Nat and Sarah show was unparalleled. And that is why so many of you have discovered him, have clicked on him, because the world has discovered Dandapani, and we're just lucky enough to have been in relationship with him. So sending him lots of love at this time, because New York is being hit very hard, and him and his family in particular. And from there, you know, we moved. And by the way, this is not chronological. I just picked certain people. But I had to pick Kathy Coover because one of our manifestation steps is act as if. And Kathy Coover is at the helm of a billion, like with a B, billion dollar company. And her, I I was trying to think of a word because I can't just say gratitude because it's like a constant practice of gratitude that she described to each and every one of us and how that has manifested in the success that she's had and the leader that she is and how she continues to be the inspiration for so many people across the globe. I mean, that was an unforgettable um, conversation with Kathy Coover. Moving into Chris Saad, from, formerly from Uber, um, who lives locally here in Brisbane, about rewriting the narrative of your life. I mean, People loved Chris Saad and continue to ask me, um, how can I get connected to him? And we're going to talk about that in a moment. Um, Then there was Leanne Kemp, who's Forbes top 50 women in tech um, with her company Everledger and her um, story about blood diamonds and how she, you know, seeks to bring visibility or transparency rather to an industry that has been so fraudulent and how she's moved 
you know, she's moving mountains and every woman I speak to, um, just is blown away by her. And I just think that's a testament to her timing. She's really coming of age because, you know, Leanne has always been very innovative, but I think she's often been misunderstood and it's almost like this is her time. Lots of powerful women, Megan Gilmore, one of my favorite conversations about social innovation. And when she tells that story about her young son getting a brain tumor and having to be pulled out of school and, and how his complete social structure was, you know, pulled away because he wasn't in school anymore and what she innovated and what she created in order to build a bridge. Um, what I really got in speaking with her is the word social innovation and how this, what she created might be quite robotic, like a robot, but it's a social innovation. It's very, oh, that conversation just really shifted how I was looking at the world. And then Katrina Adams, another powerhouse woman, another New Yorker, actually, a former president of, the, of U.S. tennis. And she really talked about dealing with pressure. And she served two terms as president of U.S. tennis. And there she is in New York, you know, just like the rest of us, locked down, um, actually, you know, having COVID-19. She had it, she recovered, and now she's, you know, doing blood. Um, I don't even know if this is the word for it, but spindling her blood so that she can help other people with antibodies who are not coping with um, having COVID the way she did. I mean, this woman, that conversation, if you don't know her and don't recognize her name, well, now you know to go have a listen. Carney Liddell, talked about possibility. Who better than a Paralympian, someone who has been in a wheelchair most of her life. She was the Australian team captain. She has raised her son from her wheelchair, and you got to hear those stories. She's a clinician, an educated disability specialist, like she went back to school for that. She gets standing TED Talk ovations because of what she actually reveals to each and every one of us about what really matters. I think, man, you got to go listen to Carney Gatangeli on transformation. I mean, she's at the helm of mine and Nat's, some of our greatest transformation of our life in 2006. So listen in on her. Um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later because it has to do with the changes that are occurring on this very podcast. Mark Living's previously marketing for Coca-Cola and as he speaks about entrepreneurship, marketing entrepreneurship, I mean, what he's doing with um, his newest brand, and now I'm thinking I'm not going to say it properly, but basically alcohol-free drink, um, he's just revolutionizing the marketplace and even finding a way pivoting through a very, very challenging time when you're in marketing. Andrea Culligan Leading with failures, she really um, spoke to people, especially women, because she's a partner at Commercial Advisory at Deloitte's Private, and she spoke about feeling like an imposter, like that imposter syndrome, but the way she spoke about it was so real and raw, like who cannot relate to that? Impeccable, really great. David T.S. Wood, oh, we love this man. What a, I don't know whether to call him a Canadian or a Brit, but his accent's messed up, just like mine. Um, he talked about connecting and resolving conflict. And what I love most about David is he doesn't just give you the steps on resolving conflict. He gives you examples because his life is living on the leading edge. You know, 
I'm going to refer back to him again when I tell you what's happening and the shifts that this podcast is making, because he is the demonstration of how this podcast is making a shift. Chris Gray on simple property. If somebody can change my brain on property, (laughs) they can change yours, I promise. Dr. Vanessa Lapointe on discipline without damage. Um, Another incredible Canadian for parents. I mean, just her explanation of neurology and how it relates to parenting and connecting. Game changer. I mean, the relationship we have with our four-year-old is because we were sitting in a room hearing her when Jordan was two years old. Preston Smiles on wounding. Isn't that funny that his name is Preston Smiles That and the word wounding. However, his take on wounding is very powerful. It spoke to a lot of you. Kerwin Ray making a name for himself, not just in Australia, but around the world. And he's becoming an impeccable podcaster himself, um, really setting the bar for what's possible in interviewing and and just this new generation, I suppose, of interviewing. And so Kerwin talked about what this game of business is all about. This He calls it a game of catch. Rabia Sadiq, she's somebody who almost didn't fit the theme of the podcast, but she fit my theme of my values for life. And so I had to speak with her because of her, she was captured in Iraq as a lawyer working for the British Defense Force. And there's a long story that you got to listen to, but she took on the British Defense Force and took them to court and won on behalf of women and discrimination, like massive. So basically trying to even whittle it down to share and recap some of that, like I could go on and on about each person because each conversation was life-changing for me. And I know that what I've heard from all of you is that it's really hitting the spot for you too. And I have to, you know, sort of end the recap with Sandy Champion. She is the name, well, what a name, first of all, but the name that almost no one has ever heard about. And yet she has three times the most view of any other person that we have featured. And I wanted to share that. She'll love that I'm sharing it. But she is my brother's girlfriend, longtime girlfriend. And we're trying to make it more than that, but my brother's hesitating. Sorry, Devin, you'll hate that. Um, but what it was about Sandy Champion is I interviewed her about her being a morbidly obese little girl and young woman and how when I've known her, she commented that I am living my dream life. And I thought, oh, this is a dream podcast. I got to hear more. And we literally went upstairs with a laptop, pushed the record button, no prep, just literally getting into it. Like what, what did you go through? How come you had the dream, this like deep, incessant dream to almost like a cry yourself to sleep dream, to just be like your friends. That's all she wanted. It was like her dream. And she, she said, then I would wake up the next morning and have a donut. That was like, that was my mind blowing aspect of Sandy Champion's story is the fact that the dream was so big and so unfathomable that the only way to soothe the bigness of it was to have a donut. However, all those years later, what was it that allowed her to begin to 
nut away, or I almost like to think of it like a, a, like a woody woodpecker, you know, pecking at the tree. What allowed her to keep pecking at the dream? And the thing that Sandy left us all with, and I think that's why three times more viewage than people who have such big social media followings was because she said, you know, I now lead a very goal-centered life. However, it's the dreams of my life that are the pinnacle of what allowed me to really experience joy. Goals, she said, are great, but they're so realistic. If I hadn't had that dream as a girl that felt so impossible, so foreign, so wild, I never would be living the life I live right now. Whoa, that's deep. And so it wasn't professional. It wasn't like well shared. She literally, that story spoke to people and they shared it and they shared it and they shared it. So that's what I love. And that's the theme of why I love what I'm doing here with you all. Because my passion is for your stories. Other people's stories are what reveals what's possible for all of us. Like, I'm kind of a story junkie. I call it like when people share themselves, I am like, I could do that for 20 hours a day. So, you know, I just kind of thought, how can I make that more of my day? So I love listening for small stories and victories because I feel that generally it's the little unknown stories behind the throwaway comments that really reveal how we can all shift our own lives. That's what happens for me. I just, you know, I realize that every twist and turn of my own life has been influenced by the story of someone's life, their courage, how they, you know, rose to the occasion. Um, I really do believe that everyone's the hero of their own life. And therefore, there are stories that need to be told. And one of the biggest influences of that growing up was Oprah. A lot of people know that about me. They know that Oprah has impacted me. I've even been called Sopra before. Lots of funny jokes like that. And Oprah, for my mother and I in particular, was what, ah, what's the word? Maybe deepened our relationship. She basically created a context for living for me. And I don't just mean in terms of, oh, yeah, great. I'm actually interviewing people now on a podcast. I mean, this didn't even exist when Oprah had her show for 25 years. But it's more about this idea of asking questions. Like, I've been a question asker my entire life. And I really believe that Oprah, from those early years, was like setting the context for that. And the vulnerability, like the way that she shared herself in a way that other people hadn't. I feel that... I just got that that was normal, that that was the way it could be done. And I'm debating, I want to share this in light of being vulnerable. I want to share this part without exposing anybody else. But I remember being between nine and 12 years old and sitting on the couch after an Oprah episode and turning to my mom and saying, do you really love him? And my mom, there was like a silence. And it was me as a young kid kind of sensing the the home that I lived in, the relationship that my mom was in. You know, we'd been 
living that way since I was two years old. And yet there was nothing destructive per se, but it was like deep down, I felt the courage to ask my mom such a big question because I felt like something's off here. And the questioning and the context of the Oprah show provided that like, you know, it was like 4 p.m. after school when I'm asking my mom, do you love him? And us being able to, I think it kind of shocked my mom. I think it had her kind of reflect. And look, I think that's sort of been my, that's been my gig ever since. So without further ado, what am I on about? We have decided to rename, to cleanse this podcast, to actually completely kind of throw the doors open on it and call it In The Game Podcast. So why this title? Why this name? It's actually been a business name of mine for ever since 2008, I think. Um, But the real reason that name, In The Game, came to me is because in 2006, myself and Nat did a transformative um, education called Landmark. And one of the things that I remember sitting there on day one, them talking about this lesson about, are you in the game of life or are you watching it from the sidelines? And they went through and they were depicting the difference between being out on the field or out on the court of the game of life versus in the stands watching. And I thought, oh, I am so in the game. I I was a professional athlete, like easy. I was feeling sorry for everybody else because they must be really challenged by this. (laughs) And I was just feeling so comfortable with myself and so secure about this idea that I was so in the game. When as they started describing this whole sideline bit, like watching life from the stands, I unfortunately could visualize this so clearly because I saw my volleyball career, my beach volleyball career, and all the times that I was watching matches from the stands. Meaning in our sport, when you lose two games, it's called double elimination, you actually are out of the tournament. So often you spend time watching the other teams raise, you know, to the next level in the tournament, the next level, and finally to the final. And I was like, whoa, you know? Isn't that interesting? I was so secure and confident thinking that I was in the game when in reality, even in my own sport, in my own environment, I'm spending an awful lot of time on the sidelines. And the thing that I I want you to get from this story is that on the sidelines, I had so many more judgments. I had so many more opinions. I knew what people should be doing on that court. I had lots of thoughts because I wasn't out being on the court, which is in action, where communication can't be long and drawn out. It's actually quick and fast and agile and you got to move and you got to change and you got to like you make mistakes all the time. It's more like how do you react to it? How quickly do you react to it? And so that learning about being in the game has really Um, created a whole new possibility for my life. And so this is how the next stage for this podcast, it really is. Because the thing that I recognized was this podcast was birthed in Switzerland. Like, what a great opportunity. Um, We were the full-time family. And I thought, you know what? 
this is what I've always wanted to do, but never really known how. And once I got somebody alongside to help me with the how, it was birthed. And it was birthed as the Nat and Sarah show. And what I recognized is because I've been with Nat for over 20 years and as a loving partner, and she's always been my stability. And I know she's that for a lot of people in her life. She's like the rock, not the wrestler, but the rock. And what I saw was that she's my marble pillar. Like for me, I don't really visualize the rock as much as I do a marble pillar. Like I remember going to Rome years ago and being at the Pantheon and seeing those columns, like those massive marble columns and pillars out front and thinking, yeah, like that's who Nat is for me. She's so stable. She's unwavering. She doesn't allow the good opinion of others to shift who she is. It doesn't mean that she has it all together, but there's sort of like this um, unmoving quality about who she is that allows me to almost launch from. I liked, like I likened Nat to this pantheon so much that I even created a whole relationship course when I worked more with couples called your pantheon relationship. So the thing that I recognized in this birthing of this podcast was that Nat gives me that grounding to launch from and to propel myself upward. Almost like if if she's the ground, it's like she allows me that stability so that I can jump into the air. And I can find what I call like my courage wings. And it's not because they aren't always there. It's sort of just this dynamic that we have going on. So I guess what that means is it's time for Nat to have served that beautiful purpose. And by the way, she's totally on board with this. She recognizes this all from the beginning, but she just goes, okay, Sarah, whatever you want. Nat will still feature alongside me often. And yet it's time for this podcast to take flight and really open its doors, open its wings and bring you more life-changing stories that will have you stepping into your game of your life. So the stories of this podcast and these mentors and these incredible individuals are the launching pad for you to get in your own game and start playing. So that's the aspiration, the aim, the goal, the intention of the podcast moving forward. So the transition will happen on April 28th in a week, um, and we will feature the legendary Dawn Fraser. We have a visual of her as well. She, perfect time to sit down with a legend when she is in isolation like the rest of us. And at 82 years old, to understand the life that she's led and be considered, you, you know, the, the greatest swimmer of all time. And like, this is in front of some very illustrious people. And, you know, she is in that category with Phelps. You know, for those in, in the longer, younger generation, there's value in hearing from someone who's lived through all of that and is standing on the other side. She definitely cannot wait to have her be the first podcast under the new name in the game. So 
The new website will be in thegamecoaching.com. And there's lots of a myriad of things there, including, you know, the link to the podcast. But there's also things about the corporate wellness that Nat and I do, myself in particular, um, going through Nine Wellness Wins, um, talks about my focus coaching, where I help, you know, busy, impactful women get time back into their day and begin experiencing the joy and fulfillment that they've always wanted in their whole life, not just in their business life. Um, There is relationship guidance, including my new product, How to Not Kill Your Partner During Isolation. Not that any of you will need that. Hint, hint. Meditations, so guided meditations under um, Mind Shift. So these meditations are unique where they... They're customized, but it's really an access back to your breath. For some people, meditation is so new and different that this kind of access, and I I guide them under, hmm, under topics, I suppose. So there's a couple topics that you can choose from depending on how you're feeling that day. And they're just an access to, you know, your own meditation practice. Things There'll also be on inthegamecoaching.com, nutritional cleansing, where you know, we really delve into this idea of removing toxins and restoring the natural balance of your body. And now more than ever, people are attuned to the health that we can control, being on the front foot, actually allowing the magic that is our bodies to to rise to the surface. And lastly, creating space, which is 90 days of reflection to regain that precious me time that so many of us are craving. So there's lots there. We'll also um, be rebranding the YouTube channel. So when you go to YouTube in a week and you search in the game podcast, you'll see visual on some of our stellar past guests and then also our future guests. Not all, but you know, some of them don't really want to come on visually. Um, And then more and more, we will aim to do these interviews and these conversations in person. So that won't be happening during isolation, but you get the you get the gist. So lastly, I encourage you, um, join the community at In The Game Podcast because we began with this community. But what we're now aiming to do is feature exclusive content. So for all of you that just jumped into the community, yay. But now it's about weekly lives where I debrief the current interview that I've just done because I've noticed that uh, it's pretty life-changing when you have these conversations with these game-changing people. And it's like there's like there's this window where the learning is live. It's like just kind of like brewing right there. And you are the only ones that will have access to that. Like what's the real takeaway? And I'm just going to say I've kind of got a PhD on takeaways because it's what I've been doing my whole life. So these are the kind of takeaways. It's almost like get your Coles notes. So for those of you in the community, you get those. You get first-time access to each weekly episode before it goes live on iTunes. You get opportunities to engage with our mentors and the guests that we bring on such as prize coaching session master classes and just ways that you can feel the power of these people in your own lives so we'll really be looking to give prizes for people who are engaged who are sharing their dreams because one of the biggest things that nat taught me about her dream was the courage and the willingness it took her 
to share what her dream was before it happened. And that served as the greatest tool to its manifestation because we don't create anything in a vacuum. We don't do any of this alone. Like we think we do, but you just have to try to realize that really nothing groundbreaking ever occurs alone. And what that means is if you're not sharing your dream with others, then how the heck can they help you? So I'm pretty excited about this whole refresh. Look for some new color, the new sound, the new feel, and ultimately the alignment of what it is to take this often esoteric dream into a living, breathing entity that is your life. Over and out dreamers, looking forward to seeing you in the game. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to join the community at bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show to download your three-step journal and participate in weekly lives found only in our private group. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've got to rate and review the show. And I know all the podcasts are always asking this. And in the past, I wasn't doing it. And the reason I wasn't doing it is because I actually didn't know how to do it. So open your podcast player and click on our show from your library, not the listen now. That's where I was going wrong in the past. So now that you know how to do it, when you go there, make sure you give us a five-star review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And then click on write a review link to actually write a review so that you can tell other people that we're legit and even funny, maybe a bit serious. So if you want to recommend this to someone, you have to put your fingers on the keys and send us a review. Thanks.